You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to Kim Daily TV. I have a super special guest for you all today. She's a longtime friend. I met this woman many years ago. Her name is Anna Phillips, and she is the founder of The Lash Lounge. Anna, welcome to the studio of Kim Daily TV. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. So years ago, I used to spend a lot of time in Dallas helping a lot of people. It was my number one market that I worked in for many, many years. And Anna started the Lash Lounge back in 2006, and she's going to tell her own story, but back in the Dallas area. And so I got to know her and actually get a tour of her very first studio and learn about this business when it was just a very new franchise. I think in the first discovery day that I had with the Lash Lounge, I doubled the number of options, the number of stores she had in Dallas, and my number one market in the country was closed after my first discovery day with this great new brand. So that is my story of meeting Anna Phillips. So here we are today in my studio to share your amazing story of bringing this brand to market. And I really want to you know, we joked kind of coming into this, no boys allowed into this conversation because we're going to have girl talk, but absolute opposite is true. I want to bring the men into this conversation because while you may not be the customer avatar, your girlfriends, wives, and daughters are. (laughs) So Anna, with that introduction, welcome to Kim Daily TV. And let's start at the beginning of your story. Like tell my viewers a little bit about how the Lash Launch lounge got started and like more about what the actual lash lounge is sure absolutely so i couldn't agree more with you i think that when most men hear eyelashes their eyes glaze over a little bit but if there is a woman in your life most men have a mom at least right then you listen (laughs) yeah at least a mom then you should listen so the start of the lash lounge was really I want to say kind of a fluke. It wasn't something I planned. I was at the right place at the right time. I was in the service industry doing aesthetics and medical spa type services. And these lashes, the type of lashes that we do, they're considered semi-permanent, just really started hitting um, the industry in around, around 2004. And I happened to be at a place where I heard about them and I am... I'm an investigator of all things beauty. I've got two closets full of a lot of different products that I've tried everything, right? And so I had to investigate these. And in the very beginning, I joke with the stylist that we have in our in our system now. I was like, you know, if you can't make the glue work, in the beginning, our glue was like Elmer's. I mean, it has come, so many things have come a long way. There was no training, but What I realized as soon as I started playing with these lashes is the transformation that it gave. So I had all my neighbor ladies and my friends coming over and I was practicing on them. And when they would open their eyes and that we call it the reveal, you know, 
there, you can't put a, it's priceless. So long story short, added this service to my menu of all the other services that I was, I was offering. And because the lashes, the nature of the lashes is that they grow and they fall out, they shed. That's just natural. You can't stop them from shedding. So the beauty of that is that clients have to come back about every two to three weeks to keep them filled up. Similar to nails, you know, your nails grow out, you've got to get them repolished. So the lashes had a very quick repeat clientele and very quickly my books filled up to about six months. I mean, I couldn't get a client in. So early days, this is before I actually started the Lash Lounge. I was working, I had a rental room in a doctor's office doing a lot of medical spa services. And because my lash clients had pretty much filled my books, I couldn't get any other type of services in. I started hiring my friends and neighbor ladies who wanted to work a little extra, you know, so we had that room rocking and rolling like 24 hours a day. And it got to where we just couldn't keep up with the demand of lashes. And I had this, like, I call it a light bulb moment, you know, when you're trying to figure out, like, how do we, how do we expand this? And I told my husband, I was like, you know, what if we did like an eyelash salon, someplace that just does lashes? Like any good man, he told me to write up a business plan, you know? And so I did, there was nothing like it at the time. So a lot of it was just very, you know, theoretical. This is what I think a salon should look like. This is how I think it should go. Um, But when we started looking for space and things just started falling into place. I had a client whose husband was a contractor who helped. I mean, it was just like doors were opening left and right. And so by 2006, I opened up the first Lash Lounge. That was the name I gave it. So happy about that because it's now become kind of a cult following. And we opened up about half a mile down the street from where I was renting my room. And I had figured out in my little business plan that if my clients that we had already followed us down the street, we could pay the bills, say we tried, but if we had one extra client, we might make a dollar. So we opened up this space with five rooms uh, and within about three months, we were trying to figure out, we had to add a six room somewhere. We were so booked up. Um, and I, I think back to this time because we had no idea what a salon should look like. So we had walls separating the rooms and everything. We had this big empty space in the middle. It was kind of a square retail spot that we were in. And so we had rooms all around the outside, empty space in the middle. And I said, what if we just put a bed there and put like a curtain on hospital tracks? Like would someone, could we do that? Cause it's kind of empty space. None of us really thought someone would enjoy getting their lashes on in the middle of this whole space, but it turns out you could put a hammock on the sidewalk and women would lay down for lashes. So long story short, worked and I started, so that was 2006, 2007, I opened up number, location number two and then location number three in 2008. And that is when I started looking into franchising. Um, mostly because I had a client who was in franchising. I had no idea what franchising was about. I just knew that I had a concept that I had proven. And it was a brand new concept in the beauty industry. So it wasn't going to be long before other people were starting to do, you know, the same thing. So we got into franchising and went pretty slow. We were selling mostly in 
Texas area. I had a couple, I think it was like one or two others opened up in DFW, but you're right until you came along and pretty much closed the market because we had, you know, so many owners, new owners that you sold to. But we went really slow. We were ironing things out. And then fast forward to about 2012, 2013, I had our first competitor came on the scene. And that was when I knew, man, I need to hit the gas pedal or I'm going to get passed up. Um, so I ended up, you know, over the course of about the next year and a half, I found some partners that were steeped in franchising. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that, I hope. The name is Franworth. And so together, we were able to really kind of hit the gas pedal. We sold, I think it was over 400 units in about a year and a half, which is a little bit crazy. I don't totally recommend that. <laughs> I mean, for sanity reasons, um, but we, so 2016, 2017, and 18, we, we sold quite a few, started opening them all, and fast forward now, I mean, we're just rock and roll. We've got over, I think it was over 130 open now. We're opening one to two a week still across the country and just doing really well. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv. I just want to go back because she kind of glossed over when she had to start growing. She mentioned that she reached out to her neighborly friends, right? So what she was basically saying is I've created a system without saying it, right? Mm -hmm. Of how to do these eyelashes and I'm teaching other people how to do it. That's what you were saying, correct? Right. So no special skills were required, but at this point in the lash industry is, do you have to have a license or a certification or still no? No, no. Well, 2012 is when licensing started cracking down because it was becoming a main staple in the beauty industry. So most, and it, when something new like this comes along, states handle it differently. So for instance, in Texas, they, you could be a cosmetologist and esthetician, or they created their own eyelash specialty license, but they grandfathered in anyone who was doing lashes before that. So that's, that's what we're seeing in most states, but we're also seeing is that even if someone goes and gets their license in cosmetology or aesthetics, we still want to train them. So I will say that's one of the things that I think is a huge differentiator for us, if I might toot my own horn, but we provide such a, an amazing training. You can't even pay to go get that somewhere else. And it's pretty much free for stylists. If they're hired by a lash lounge, they have to go through training. They go through a period of practicing, practicing, practicing until they hit what we call our certification protocol. And then we start, you know, allowing them to take paying customers. The goal is to really set them up for success. But when you think about most businesses, people typically, especially service industries, they're hired and expected to come in with that service skill already. Very few of them are hired based on, um, you know, service attitude and trained on on the job. So good. Mm -hmm. Does that on the job training where does that increase the loyalty or the retention of the employee because they were, this is where they got their start? I think so. I mean, statistically, I don't know 
off the top of my head what it is, but I think from what I hear from a lot of the stylists, absolutely. In our industry, the things, one of the top things that matters most to beauty technicians is continued education and education in anything in particular. So being able to get this offered for free and the fact that we offer continued advanced training and other services, it's a huge highlight for them. We want to focus here on Kim Daily TV on that partnership with Fran Worth and what the value that that really built. I mean, kudos to you for recognizing that you were the lash artist or so you didn't you didn't even start out that way, right? You became the lash artist who became the business owner who was figuring this out as she went along, but realized when you got into franchising, this was a whole nother animal. And, you know, 21 years into franchise consulting, I tell people who come to me saying, I want to franchise my business. I'm a little hardcore on them because we all have a responsibility as franchisors to sort of raise the level of integrity in what we're doing and not putting myself in the franchisor boot camp, but I will stand for franchisors because mm -hmm. I know what an investor will invest in and what they won't invest in. And, you know, you'd almost be a fool if you were looking for a franchise that's proven buying down your learning curve and you're going and you're partnering yourself with somebody who has really no proof, you know, other than their corporate stores. So Anna really felt that and she partnered with this company called Franworth and they're a group of people that literally built their careers in franchise ops and development. And they came together collectively to put all of that intelligence into one consulting group that can partner with young entrepreneurial concepts and help elevate what they're doing so that you can get that scale in the franchise development without imploding. So it's been an amazing, amazing ride. And you're right. When we were first in our heyday with the Lash Lounge, it was like literally, and men were buying it and women were buying it. Couples were buying it. Everybody was buying into it. And, and, and then I, I did get a little bit worried that, oh, did we grow too fast? Are they going to implode? But Franworth has managed the execution of this very carefully. In fact, Meg Roberts, the I think, is Meg the CEO yeah. of Lash Lounge mm -hmm. now? Yeah. So Meg has been a guest here on Kim Daily TV. I had her on right after the pandemic as we were watching the stores kind of get back open. And there was this explosion of people rushing to get their eyelashes. Mm -hmm. And I knew that. I heard the franchisors talking about it. But I was like, you got to come on camera and share why. So for those of you who are curious as to why, you can actually go check out that video as well with Meg Roberts. Mm -hmm. But back to the conversation with Anna. So, um, so you've grown in your role as a founder and an owner and now franchisor and you're proud of this growth. Like mm -hmm. what are you most looking forward to in the growth of this brand over the next like one to three years? I think that's such a great question. So first of all, I think in the industry, even though lashes have been around for nearly 20 years now, there is a lot of white space out there. I think that won't be long before lashes are a household knowledge and a service, you know, like nails or getting your hair done that all women or anyone, you know, will add to their beauty routine. I think it's there's still a lot of room for that, especially in the smaller suburb type, you know, areas. So I think that there's still a lot of growth. I think that there's still a lot of technology and innovation to be had. You know, if you would have asked me in the early days, I would have said, I don't know how much more advanced lashes 
and or glue could get, but man, really, <laughs> it's really taken on a whole different life. And what I'm seeing is the advancement of it is actually cutting the time, the service time down. It's making it easier for stylists to get up to speed and ramp up. So they're learning how to do lashes quicker. The product is coming out, you know, prettier. And so I'm excited to see that. And I don't see that slowing down. I would love to say what I, what I think is really amazing. And I share with a lot of people that ask about, well, how do you hire? Where do you find people? Well, obviously, you know, each state is different. You might have to look for the licensed, you know, person, but attracting someone to do lashes. Let me share with you there. It is not uncommon for a stylist to start making six figures within a couple of years. So we're talking free training, on the job training and being paid to get on the job training. And if you are good and you know, you're doing your job well, within a handful of years, you could be making six figures. That is a rare situation. And so what I'm really excited about is being able to provide um, more jobs too for more people who are looking for an alternative path as well. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. What you also said that you didn't say, <laughs> I was trying to listen to you and hold on and hold on to that thought because it was a good one was, so the innovation in the product and, and the way that it's applied and all this is making the process faster. So mm -hmm. that's good for the consumer, right? Because mm -hmm. it's, you know, saves us time, but it's also better for the business owner because that means more butts and seats in a day, right? Like that's if right. it takes an hour on the table and you only have five, you know, chairs or whatever, then you're maxed out every hour at five. But if you could get that down to even 45 minutes and start yes. booking on the 45 instead of the hour, over time, that little extra incremental increase means more revenue to an owner. Absolutely. Correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. One of the things I remember most about the original tour that you gave me was you handed <laughs> me this little box uh -huh. uh, that was like the size of a deck of cards. Yeah. And you were like, well, this is our inventory. Right. And I was like, what? And it was like, there was like 3,000 eyelashes or something. Remember that? Yes. There was like all these eyelashes in this little box. And you're like, and that's our inventory. And that costs our, our owner X. And then we retail it for like yeah. 2,000 X. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. That, so, you know, we girl, us girls, we can mm -hmm. get super, super excited about the pretty factor, the confidence factor. It's no, it's no lie. We are not going to stop trying to look better, feel better. I mean, if you color your hair or you do Botox or you paint your nails or you do eyelashes and that's how you define your look, that is a recession resistant mm. business because <laughs> we're not going to stop doing it. But for the investor, mm -hmm. right, the idea that you could open this small footprint mm -hmm. and you could have multiple chairs in there. So multiple clients in at the same time, it's not one, it's one-to-one, -one, but more than one cosmetologists or eyelash or what are they called? A lash artist? Stylist. We call them stylists. Uh, more than one stylist mm -hmm. working at the same time. And, and these clients, these pro these, this service retails for pretty fair amount of money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and then you have this inventory that is not very expensive. So the margins were so big and 
If you've been here on Kim Daily TV, you might have heard me say a time or two that I love low fixed costs and high <laughs> margins. And we haven't said anything about mm -hmm. the membership model here at the Lash Lounge. Right. So that membership model creating that predictable, scalable revenue. So it's all of these little characteristics or mm -hmm. big characteristics got me excited in addition to the recession resistant nature of the service itself. So anything you want to add to that, I don't mean to like steal your thunder. I'm just no. trying to put it in my words that yes. my investor mindsets who watch my show, that's the stuff that they want to hear. Yep. You're exactly right. And I think the great thing too, is it's not perishable, right? I mean, eyelashes never expire like a food industry or or something else that you have to, you know, roll things over, use it up in three to six months. So non-perishable, small, the costs are low, you're exactly right. And the convenience that provides for the, well, let me, let me go back, I'm sorry, Kim. So for, for clients, the convenience of the services becoming shorter, and you're right, even an owner being able to get more butts and seats, but for stylists too, being able to see more people in in a day. Just so much sense for all aspects around. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about the growth of the Lash Lounge. Is there anything else that you want an investor who is thinking about this? You know, we haven't said much about actual investor themselves. Who is that ideal operator? Are you looking for an owner operator or are you open to semi-absentee? So owner operator, absolutely with the understanding that they can be semi-absentee. But what we have found is when the owner is, is able to at least their first business, their first salon that they open, be a part of it. Most of them hire a good manager, good general manager to come in. They are the ones that do the best. We understand that a lot of people have their you know, first job and they're looking for an investment, but there needs to be some skin in the game. They need to understand the business model. Like you mentioned earlier, we have memberships, which is you know, fabulous. Definitely grown the revenue once we started implementing that. So we do have a large amount of male owners. And in my opinion, my humble opinion, I actually feel like they do they do some of the they're some of the best owners that we have especially when they're engaged and i i don't know if it is because it's mostly a female you know driven industry there's a lot of female stylists but they work really well for a male owner so are the men spending time in the lash lounge or are they more focused on the key performance indicators and managing customer experience by managing their team focused on multi-unit growth? What, what are those owners actually doing? Yes. Yeah, so exactly. Most of the men owners are managing from afar. They've got a manager on staff or a lead front desk and they're overseeing the KPIs, you know, managing, overseeing the hiring, making sure that everything is running smoothly. That's what I typically see. Yeah. So men, we're not saying you have to be in the chair, getting your eyelashes done mm -hmm. or your, your, your brows waxed. Although you may want to do that. Cause mm -hmm. I think you guys do that too, right? <laughs> it's all going to go together. Yeah. We're just kidding, but we absolutely want you to feel like this is a great investment. And as Anna has said, this, I said, it's recession resistant. She said that too, but it is reoccurring. It's membership driven, which creates that predictable, scalable revenue over time. It's a high it's a high retail value. I know because I've paid for it mm -hmm. before, right? So it's not cheap, but 
does save the client time in the morning from having to do your, you know, put on mascara and take, you know, you literally are, you know, Mm -hmm. shower and you can go, your eyes are ready to go. So there is that value proposition, but it's that reoccurring nature, the small footprint, the, the longevity of this, the sustainability of it. And now this partnership with Fran Wirth that just brings in so much backend intelligence and, and, and support to help these young franchisees get lifted and to be going in the right direction. And that's really the foundation of a very strong brand. And when we're looking at kind of like the total idea of investing in a franchise, it's about that brand equity, right? Long-term, right? If, if, as she said in the beginning, if the Lash Lounge has a cult-like following and women are just in love with their membership at the Lash Lounge, they tell their girlfriends, their mothers, their friends, and that's how it grows. And so then when you, the investor, have built two or three locations and you're ready to kind of tap out, that brand equity then has more value to the new buyer coming in. And then that creates a great exit strategy moment for you. So there's nothing in this conversation that shouldn't excite every single listener of Kim Daily TV, because this particular model has every characteristic that I love. Um, Anna, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story here with us today. Thank you for having me, Kim. It's been so much fun to connect with you. It's so fun to see you again after all these years in come full circle. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yep. So, but neither one of us has aged, by the way. (laughs) Definitely not you. Yeah. Uh, Well, for those of you who are inspired by this conversation, if you would like to begin exploring this opportunity, please follow the email on your screen right now or reach directly out to me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. And until next time, my name is Kim Daly and I want to be your daily coach. If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you. 